0: To everyone, look, if you don't comply with the quarantine, that's a $1,000 fine to begin, day one. If you continue not to comply with the quarantine, it is $1,000 for each additional day. I want to really make sure I'm getting this point across.
2: I'm asking Congress to amend this bill and increase the ridiculously low $600
3: to $2,000 yes. or $4,000 for a couple. He wanted Ooh. to talk about the fact that he was worried that a black girl like me was a threat to his future.
1: Wow. Um, let's let that sit for a second there. That's incredible. What is it?
4: What is it that's so terrifying for white people? And that's what this is about, that
5: people of color are, are threatening them so deeply. What is it? What is it? What is it? that is compelling people to not think exactly like I think about everything? What is it that's making people not do everything in the way that I do it? Me, Donnie Deutsch, <laughs> you know, big metropolitan man at large in, in Manhattan. Why do some people have different opinions than me? How could it be? Obviously, it's something sinister. Why would they do it? It's gotta be. It's simply gotta be racism. That's gotta be the number one thing that makes them. That makes forty-seven percent of the people who took a Fox News poll uh, support President Trump. Forty-seven percent. Forty-seven percent supported him two months ago, and last year, and two years ago, <laughs> and three years ago, and it's always. And still, it's always. They never bothered doing any more searching. Then mm. it's gotta be race. That's it. Never. Even when they go into towns, and they have since the beginning, Mm -hmm. they've gone into towns. These media people and these very important uh, (laughs) coastal uh, beauties go into towns in Appalachia, in dreaded Trump white trash towns, (laughs) and find people, and they say, they say, why did you vote for Donald Trump? And the person says, well, this town has been out of business and badly hurt since all the business factories closed and so uh, we're hoping that Donald Trump can bring our jobs back. Some people might say that Trump has turned the economy around and now I'm making a little bit of money whatever like that and the reporter immediately deletes all of their memory and now says you know what I know he said it was about the economy and wanting a change and wanting to be acknowledged and you know caring about our jobs and caring about our future the reporter says I know that's what the guy told me but you know what no I I don't understand how that could be because I have a really nice job I'm doing really well so I can't even imagine what it would be like so I've decided that wash away all of the personal testimonials I've gotten from all the man on the street interviews I've done from all the non-racist Trump people and I've decided that I'm going to go with they're just racist that's it that's it. Yep, they're just racist. And even though and we've seen these they've been doing it's been sending people out to to these, you know, depressed old factory towns to talk to the supposedly sinister bigoted Trump voters for 3 years now, for 4 years now, and they never seem to find any of these racists. Never, never. Even when the jokes the CNN had the comedian guy they sent her on and the jokes are always, oh, it's, you know, it's, I hope I get out of there alive. Let's see what happens. And everybody they talk to are really sweet. All the f- focus groups that they ever have, I've never once heard anybody say, it, "It's you know what, the reason I like Trump is because I understand that the, the, the people who hate Trump look at him, and if they can get past that, the Queen's accent, the dumb hair, and the orange, and the gold toilets, and his, the gaudy, like, New York Playboy stuff, and if they can get past that, most of them can't. You simply roll into that, that he's a conservative and a Republican. And what a Republican means, and you know, even though know, Trump is a nuanced dude, he's by far not an Orthodox conservative. But because somebody has a different view than you on abortion, because somebody has a different view the uh, on LGBT, the wording of LGBT documents doesn't always mean they're racist or haters or, uh, you know, evil or they have bad intentions. People have different takes on different issues. Some of these people have very well thought out takes on different issues. If you don't like the minimum wage, like I don't like the minimum wage because I think it's going to depress employment, especially from those marginalized communities, it always does. People say no. You don't want to. You don't want to do that because you're in the pocket of big corporate America and you're just for big evil mean businesses. It's always something nefarious, even though you've given them tangible logical answers as to why you think these things are good. I don't think the minimum wage is good because it hurts businesses and it hurts employees and it hurts people who should be getting their first job somewhere, getting a little experience out of their, uh, under their belt so that they can have bigger and better opportunities. That goes right out the window. No. Yeah, it's you know what? It's race. And now, in 2020, it's even gotten dumber. You just heard from Donnie Joyce. He's a dumb human being. It's fine. We've always known this. He's just a weaselly, weaselly operator out of New York. He, I know people who've met Donnie Joyce, and it's almost unanimous. DB is usually the they takeaway. So no matter what happens, they can't really find an actual racist... So now they make them up. They make them up. So right after, and that was on Morning Joe that you heard Donnie Deutsch. I'll play it again just so, in case you missed it.
4: What is it that's going on in this country now? What is it that's so terrifying for white people?
5: Once again, this is just working off of a Fox News poll that shows half the country likes Trump. But what's <laughs> it, what is it that's so terrifying for white people? And that's what this
4: is about. That people of color are are threatening them so deeply that they are willing to dismiss <laughs> democratic tenants, and and I, I'm just repeating what I said earlier mm. because I have no other explanation, Joe. There's there's nothing else there. We can yeah. sit in a room. You can put the ten smartest scholars in a room. That's it. It's it, it, it's. I'm saying that you know the quiet part out loud. There's no other explanation, and that's what we have to f- deal with as a country right now. We are we are a divided country, and it's about race. I don't care what anybody else says
5: doesn't care what anyone else says. I'm going to say the quiet part out loud. You should be in, <laughs> in jail for even using that. Ha- <laughs> it's a
6: really dumb cliché. But
5: among other things, first of all, Trump has increased his support amongst black and, black and brown people um you know for him significantly. So is that about race? Is that about black people saying, "You know what?" Well,
6: according to them it is, well, right? It's about brown people or um, like some black immigrants that aren't really African American, deciding that they're pro Trump and they're actually right. be, they're be, actually they're white judging... deep down, right. according to the left.
5: Okay, so that's what it's got to be—that they're white deep down. So, <laughs> so then, so now, after all these year, years, you've got—you know, with the exception of COVID times, you've got historically low black unemployment, right? Historically low, fifty-year low. You know, and wages have increased for blacks, which means in minorities, which means that, uh, you know, more opportunities avail themselves of these folks. So the day to day lives, livelihoods, existence of black Americans had improved greatly under Donald Trump. You would think. The seventy million racists, the white ones, would be saying, <laughs> "Jesus, we voted this guy in to make sure that blacks didn't do good, and he's making right. he's making blacks do well. This is terrible." These same people also well, should be very races- un- should be very uncomfortable with uh, criminal justice reform. For some reason, this Republican and Republicans are not into weren't into criminal justice reform. Mm-hmm. For some reason, this Republican made it a priority. To have his most trusted advisor dedicate himself for the first year of his presidency to criminal justice reform. he sent Jared Kushner to work with Van Jones and other progressive black groups to work on criminal justice reform. something that was the antithesis. antithesis the, yeah, big words are going to be out of my. <laughs> something that was the antithesis antithesis. Mm -hmm. of uh you know a conservative platform for decades it's crazy so why would Trump voters still support this guy who's gone rogue now and is into criminal justice reform this guy takes phone calls from Beyonce I mean this guy hangs out with Kanye this guy Trump for a racist is if your main goal was to elect Donald Trump so that you would have a racist in the White House, then he has failed you. He has failed you. And you would not be voting for him again. Mm-hmm. No, not this time. It is absolutely, totally and utterly absurd.
6: Well, right. And the actual racists, like so Richard Spencer, CNN contributor Richard Spencer, who for a while was like their favorite Trump supporter, mm-hmm. uh, switched to Biden. He voted. He tweeted a picture of his ballot. This is a guy who's an actual modern day white supremacist, Richard Spencer, and he voted for Biden in 2020 because he was disappointed in Trump. He felt that Trump had let him down because all the uh, sort of all of the narrative that Trump was secretly signaling all this stuff to white supremacists, Mm -hmm. dog whistles and all these things, that was all a crazy fever dream by the media. That never, right. he was never actually, it's like the thing with the Proud Boys, you know, where he told the Proud Boys, they were telling him, tell the Proud Boys to stand down, tell the Proud Boys to stand down. And he tells the Proud Boys, like, stand back, stand by, because he can't find the words stand down. And everybody's like, see, he's talking directly to the Proud Boys. That it's a fantasy projected narrative that's happening in their heads that Trump is like trying to talk to these white supremacists. And so the when cnn and msnbc and all these places keep saying on tv all the time oh trump loves white supremacists trump loves is a big secret white supremacist and he's sending all these white supremacist signals and he's just then the white supremacists obviously are going to think it's true because cnn and msnbc told them that it's true and then when trump actually was in office and did all his policies mm-hmm. that aren't white supremacist in any way then they were disappointed with it and so that's why you have richard spencer then voting for biden because there's no yes. Because he's mad that he was lied to that Trump is a white supremacist. Right, Because you may say
5: a lot of things about Biden. He's got problems with the truth. He is a plagiarist. He's got his own few Me Too issues. But he did deliver on mass incarceration of black people. Right, <laughs> that he, he got abs- done. He, and he's bragged about it over the years, being part mm-hmm. of the author of the crime bill. He's the man who gave that to. So you, if you are a white supremacist, a real one, then Biden is your guy. <laughs> the guy gave right. you the goods. <clears throat> he also... One of his favorite insane anecdotes has to do with getting in a razor blade chain fight with a black guy at a pool. <sighs> yeah. So, uh, so that brings us to first Donnie Deutsch goes in this really um, focused on uniting us show, Morning Joe. <laughs> And then they go from him to Yamiche Alcindor, who's got to be thrilled because she just got uh, stimulus money. Your tax dollars um, are about to be appropriated Maybe. to her wallet. So uh, and Yamiche Alcindor follows up on with Donnie Deutsch. I think Donnie's theory is a solid one because I've... Solid one. I don't know what it is. His theory is, I don't know. I can't meet Donnie Deutsch. Can't figure out why these people (laughs) want to vote for Donald Trump. So all I have left is they've just got to be racists. So she looks at Donnie (laughs) Deutsch, analyzes that brilliant formulation that he has and says, you know what? That's solid. That really is a solid piece of speculation there, Donnie holy
3: god i've been talking to so many trump supporters over the last few years and i have to tell you even when i talk to them about policies about foreign policy or about china a lot of times the trump supporters that i talk to
5: they turn the issue back to race now maybe it's because so um that is bullshit (laughs) um and i've just done a quick google search uh using all of the buzzwords that you're about to hear here Mm -hmm. and i can't it's funny a reporter A liberal progressive reporter, and by the way, this is a reporter from a uh, school that teaches reporting where reporting is supposed to be uh, unbiased. Uh Uh-huh. Donnie, you're right. Yeah, they are racist. (laughs) A reporter encounters racists who are speaking to her on the record, and she doesn't report it. You figure that would be excellent copy in the era of Trump.
6: You would think so, and you would think, I mean, doesn't she do some of her interviews on camera probably too? (laughs)
5: Well, yeah, she's she's a television reporter.
6: Don't you think they probably, if they had tape... Of a Trump supporter telling PJ yes, e. that
5: <laughs> I just
3: looked for it. Yes. They're being interviewed by someone who's African American. But I can remember one of my first hints that this was gonna be a running theme of the Trump administration was being in Wisconsin talking to a man, trying to explain to him about healthcare and talking to him about why he supported the president's health care plan. And he kept on saying, Well, people think I'm racist, people think I'm racist. And I finally said, Well, sir, even though I'm talking to you about healthcare, why do people think you're racist? And he said, Well, look at you, you're a black girl. How could you get a job at
5: the New York Times? and I that I'm- So I looked that up. Wisconsin, Yamiche Alcindor, racist. I couldn't find it. Maybe you can find it. Mm-hmm. it. You know, you figure it would loom large in her legend if it happened.
6: Even- yeah. The one thing I can maybe think, although I still think that if there was any chance this happened, it would be on tape and it would have been everywhere at the time. The one thing that's possible is maybe he said to her, like, America's not a racist country. look you're black and you have a job at the New York Times, so how can America be racist? Like, it's possible he said something- Which would still make
5: what she's saying now a fabrication.
6: Right, but that's the only way, like, listening to the words she's saying and trying to think of something that somebody could say that would sound to her like that. Which is
5: you having to rearrange all the words (laughs) and all the facts and all the factors that is in her fake, (laughs) um, you know, (laughs) interaction. So,
3: yeah, mostly this just didn't happen. But right. <laughs> I'm really concerned about all the African-American people
5: moving into my town. at the <laughs> Right out of the bro- brochure. Right out of the brochure. I'm really concerned. By the way, I'm going to say this on national television, too, if you don't mind. Or, you know, I'm going to say this to a national New York Times reporter, if you don't mind. I'm concerned. Yeah, you spelled my name Smith, S-M-Y-T-H. <laughs> uh, just make sure it's Y-T-H. Chester Smith. 84 Main Street in uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin. Yeah, I'm really worried. I have concerns about all the blacks moving into town. Yeah, that happened. All right. At that time, his town
3: was 97% white. When you fast forward, I'm thinking about another. (laughs) Which town you meet, Which town was that? Just off the top of your head real quickly. Another person I'm talking to um, who was t- talking to me about the fact that he was really concerned about uh, the kind of the, the, the way, the focus that the nation was going. I asked him again, well, what are you really concerned about? He started talking about Antifa, talking about African-Americans taking over his his his, his town, Mexicans coming for him. He was living in a gated community in Florida, worried about um,
5: African-Americans. <laughs> Black people are taking over my town. Mexicans are coming for me. That is a great quote. That is a huge quote to have. If um, Mexicans are coming for me,
6: if you meet someone who lives in a gated community who says Mexicans are coming for them, then you should probably uh, seek help for them and some more, get to get them evaluated psychiatrically. Because I, I mean, I don't know anyone who says things like this.
5: Nobody <laughs> says things like this. That's even, like, even your, who's Richard Spencer? Like, even he wouldn't speak in such (laughs) stark cliché. I'm worried about, I've noticed who's moving in. I'm a little worried about, Donald Trump has promised, by the way, that there won't be any black people moving in anywhere. That was one of the things he promised us. That's why we're voting for him.
3: Americans and Latinos coming into his neighborhood when that that community, again, was some 97 to 98% white. What was that again? Just quickly, Yamiche, <laughs> can you tell us? There is this real elephant in the room, even when you're talking about. So this is good because for them,
5: there is. There's only elephant in the room. That's what it is. We're reporting on the elephant, sir. You can keep telling me that you're worried about, uh, you know, interest rates and refining your house and your car and your family's safety, etc., I'm going to sit here and talk to you, but I'm reporting on this elephant that we're all using here to explain you better than
3: you can explain yourself. A policy that Trump supporters, the ones that I've interacted with, not all of them, but a large majority of them do bring up the issue of race. They do bring.
5: Holy God, the firing would be so frigging loud and immediate if this person this, this person worked for me. I can't imagine if you were saying if somebody went on and said and just slandered. You know, 100 million people? Right. It's incredible. Maybe not all
6: Trump supporters, but certainly a vast majority just talk about race all the time. Yes. Most people, as a matter Trump of fact, I remember
5: I in, being in Wisconsin in a town that was 97% white, by the way. And I usually check all the the, uh, the demography, uh, you know, the, the race uh, breakdowns of every town. So <laughs> then I went into this other place This other young man, I remember, ha, 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 as she says, giggling while crafting uh, the story. <laughs> Uh, you know, I remember that's right, it was Florida. It was a gated community. And he was worried about the Hispanics were coming for him.
6: <laughs> um, now, do you think that I mean, so I assume like people are gonna press our on this, like, say, where's this video yes. of this? At least you know, people on the right will, I think. Or,
5: no, but, but, but this is gold. If you can get yeah, somebody to but, say that the Hispanics are coming for me, then you write that, if you have reported you're recording that, or like, writing it down, and you're saying, this is excellent. Just keep talking, keep talking. You are writing my card to <laughs> me. I can't wait to, f- wait to file. This is incredible.
6: Right. I mean, so, but, so if she, if... People actually hold her to this and keep saying, like, where is the evidence that any of these conversations ever happened? And she can't produce any evidence that any of these Mm -hmm. conversations ever happened. Like, if she can't tell you the town or when this happened or what was going on or point to the interview and said, you know, I just felt bad for the person left out. If she has no answers on that, like, does she get in trouble? Does she get fired? Does anything happen?
5: Well, no. The person who asks her gets fired. You can't ask her that question. You cannot ask her that question. Because if you do, remember at first, in, including me, on a little radio show I used to do, when I first said that this, uh, who was the idiot who, from the, who, Jesse Smollett, mm-hmm. when I first heard that story and said, okay, the, they got him in Chicago, <laughs> they jumped at him, he had a tuna sandwich, he had that. picture of that string that's the rope (laughs) two of them they didn't really beat him up but tried to and he's not And I said to myself well this is uh, absolutely fabricated this absolutely didn't happen and of course it didn't happen there was no way of course on his face you knew that it was ridiculous there was no mugging of this guy well yeah that's just not how but but immediately the people I was talking to said that is terrible for you to say to doubt somebody, to doubt that this happened Mm -hmm. but you have to just Be a normal human being to know that it's absolute boldly. So I don't think there's anybody. I don't think that you're you're allowed to ask this. I I don't know. Possibly Chaz Bono could. No, Chaz Bono couldn't. I don't know. You would have to be much more intersectional than Yamiche. I don't. It's it would be tough. It would have Mm -hmm. to be tough to do. But everybody there knows. No, Joe Scarborough knows that this didn't happen. (laughs) He knows it didn't happen, but after a while, you know, you're collecting a nice paycheck. You're like, okay, fine. This is the game I'm in. I'm not. Do you
6: think they don't know? Because I mean, I can tell you that, like, the Jesse Smollett thing, for example, like people, the nice liberals that we live around in Massachusetts, absolutely believed that a hundred percent when it happened.
5: Right, but it's crazy. But Because, but so well, they well, definitely, because, because that like fits their
6: pro- their worldview. That that fits the narrative that they have in their yes. head. They already know Trump supporters are racist. So and that you-
5: narrative, Alice, is the elephant. It's the <laughs> elephant in the room. Is that they're seeing, they already can describe to you
7: mm-hmm. who
5: the assailants are. They know what he looks like. Right. He looks a lot like me. He's fat. <laughs> He's uh, disheveled. He's white. And, you know, and then add to that, he's not educated. He's not in whatever other gross, uh, you know, oafish qualities. (laughs) It's everything that they find. He goes to Dunkin' Donuts, not Starbucks. You know, he drives a, a, he doesn't drive a Range Rover. No, he drives some stupid pickup truck because he probably Mm -hmm. works with his hands. And they have a composite of this person. Now, there were very few of those actual people anywhere, anywhere. But they've got a composite of this person, mm-hmm. and like they think they know him, and so if if he's not there in a story, they put him there. They <laughs> they add that character to that story, <laughs> no matter what, and that's what this is. And so she, but like she Brian Williams
6: kn- eventually got in trouble for this type of fabrication, right? Like, I mean, not like well, right? But to end not, his career, but really,
5: but he got, like, but he hit too many people. too many disparate parties so he claimed to be like in a military combat situation he claimed to be in a part of louisiana where bodies were rolling by in the in the water he claimed to be too many wacky things that too many parties i mean there was just it was too much of a a, a diverse consensus that this guy was mm-hmm. full of it
6: but like she can only do this so much you meet it right before like this comes back to bite her because this is just making things up whole cloth, pretty much.
5: Well, right. But MSNBC is <laughs> not going to go after her. The New York Times isn't Do you think PBS is going to go after her? No.
6: But I mean, like, I, don't yeah, know. I would think, How much I mean, can she do this and just say things that never happen Well, like else they're
5: true? Somebody should, on Twitter, be asking her right now. I know two people who it's not going to be. And they're both in this room. <laughs> even though I think she is absolutely, I don't even think, I know she's lying. This is just bull crap. And it's too bad, too, because racism does exist. Mm-hmm. But, you know, putting up these, these, uh, these vapor representations mm-hmm. of rape, racism where they do not exist does a disservice to everybody who is actually the victim of racism. Yeah. racist policies and this and that this is it's just gross up their fears of the unknown of of african
3: americans of latinos of this kind of browning of america that that is just something that has been that needs to be covered that needs to be said out loud and i keep thinking about that man. needs
5: to be the browning of america needs to be said out loud well why didn't you say it out loud you're a reporter. You can report this stuff. There should be videos of this stuff like we're saying everywhere
3: in Wisconsin who looked at me and said, how could you possibly have a job and make more money than me? And I said, well, sir, my parents went to college. I went to college. That's part of how I earned this job. But he didn't
5: want to hear it and he didn't want to talk about healthcare. Notice the inferences, of course, that that guy didn't go to college.
6: You know? <laughs> yeah,
5: sir. My parents went to college. I
6: earned a job.
5: Yes, exactly. Exactly. That's what happens in the real civilized world uh you know where there are brooklyn lofts and we have expensive ice cream and we you know we have all the cool things that you're supposed to know about and we uh you know hang around with celebrities and watch celebrities videos telling us to uh, that we'll make it through COVID if we wear a mask and we're impressed
3: you know that's what i wanted to talk to him about he wanted to talk about the fact that he was worried that a black girl like me was a threat to his future
1: Wow, uh, let's let that sit for a second there. That's incredible.
5: Excellent follow up, Mika. <laughs> you know what? Uh, you know what you would think too. Oh, M- Mika is not a not a real. She's a she's a spokesperson, really, for a show. She's not a real reporter, and neither is Joe. But you know what? You would think somebody somewhere would say, "Yamiche, um, can we we'd be interested in following up with some of these people who said that to a reporter who's a." who's um, a, mm-hmm. a prize-winning, uh, award-winning reporter. Mm-hmm. You know, we'd like, That would be something wonderful to document. Not only that, but the fact that this reporter had to be victimized like this, it would be fascinating to know a little bit more about that. Right. But that's absolute horse bleep. It did not happen. i got to find out where I swore I again, Alice. Holy heck. So I don't know. I just think that this is uh, – its I do know. I think that this is gross. And I, th- it, among other things, certainly it's damaging – Certainly, it just builds this lie, this lie that this that racism and racial, um, you know, this uh, danger, perniciousness is around every corner. Mm-hmm. And you build up, and that's why we have this stupid year where all the statues are now coming down because of, you know, essentially fantasy tales about an alternate reality mm-hmm. where she's, where this stuff is happening. Yeah. It, 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 Scott well, yeah. he, But also, if I was a progressive, I'd just be sick of being so un- unoriginal. I'm just—wouldn't yeah. you be sick of it eventually? Like, why? Just—it's so intellectually lazy, too. Oh yeah, it's racism. Donnie mm-hmm. Deutsch. I—I don't even know how to say it. You know what? It pains me to say because I'm a white person too. It, you know what? It's racism. We're there. I said the quiet part out loud, so you know it's true. So there you go. It's racism. Really, racism. Maybe. Why don't we imagine if? And this is what would be my rule i was king mm-hmm. for this next year no media person analyst pundit you know thoughtful newsmaker is allowed to use the word racism and you have to use something else to describe what's happening because it's such a lazy easy word mm-hmm. you know it can do everything it's the magic word you know <laughs> why did he do it just racism that, Oh, okay it was racism. well
6: and the fact that now like racism doesn't have to mean you know people discriminating against people or even like people not wanting people in their neighborhood or something like that racism can just be this sort of ethereal force that's out in the world you know it's structural racism it's in the Mm -hmm. systems it's statues have it and you know words have it and just sort of it's in the air and it affects people just by being in the air like that's a metaphysical religious belief not yes yes. not a which that can be a religion that's fine i think for a lot of progressives it is oh totally but but the idea that that's like a real external force that's out there that's like affecting things that's i mean like that's as much a belief as people who believe in like demons and angels and stuff affecting things on earth like it's That's fine. You can have that as your belief, but the problem is they don't think that's a belief. They think that's like just unequivocal, objective reality. So, you know, everybody else's beliefs are just like beliefs, but their beliefs are special. They're they're science because they've put some people that they call like social scientists who have now like done studies to prove that there's this, this metaphysical force out there.
5: Right. And, and, I, and I agree with that totally. But in this case, it's a young guy in Florida in a gated community who said he's afraid of uh, Latinos coming for him and black people. I mean, she's not talking about systemic. Well, right, I'm sure but- she believes that she's got a lot to say about that, too. There's no mm-hmm. doubt
6: Yeah, but that's the thing. There's no doubt she
5: believes in um, food apartheid. Right. But
6: they're having to produce these imaginary people who say things like this because their belief system demands that the metaphysical forces of racism make people behave this way. So they believe there are these demonic forces of racism and misogyny and stuff Mm. out there, right? And that that's like making people do racist things. So it's like
5: the religious vision.
6: Right. So but they so but if they can't find any people who act like that, then that like harms their work that, you know, cuts uh, undercuts their whole belief system about racism and how it's impacting people. And so, you know, if they can't find any real world effects that are happening from these racism forces, then they have to like make up people because then that otherwise it looks like their whole thing is pretend. You know, which it is. so That's why they have to make up, you know, real world physical things that happen as a result of their pretend belief system.
5: I totally agree. Totally agree. So uh, moving on here. Last night, Donald Trump gave a talk, which I thought it's interesting. Conservatives hate what he said. Um, I listen to the guys at the commentary magazine. They are rip bleep. But you know, we, the the Congress, the House, and the Senate came to an agreement. Well, on, you're
6: going to be mad if it kills the bill, right?
5: Um. Yes, I think so. But, but 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 the House and the Senate came to an agreement, um, on uh the COVID relief bill. Mm-hmm. And though Trump had representation at most of the negotiations, he was not among. He wasn't there himself. He's counting votes, um, and. So he hasn't really been a vocal part of this thing. Mm -hmm. He had leverage over Nancy Pelosi about a month ago. He could have used it. Right. And he hasn't. Not vocally. That has not been his priority. It's Mm -hmm. been very obvious it hasn't been. Well, now, since the uh, language of the bill has come out, now we've seen all the pork items, which are absolutely insulting. Suddenly, Trump is into this stuff. And yesterday, out of nowhere, he came out and gave a talk, which I think was pre-recorded. But he um a four minute conversation about this, and I think that this, this was his best four minutes uh in speaking ever maybe the the i mean the highly produced state of the union stuff was good, but mm-hmm. this was his most on tone right tone right. exactly speaking to the tone of the whole meaning of trump uh mm-hmm. that he's been since he's been president
2: throughout the summer, Democrats cruelly blocked. COVID relief legislation in an effort to advance their extreme left wing agenda and influence the election. Then, a few months ago, Congress started negotiations on a new package to get urgently needed help to the American people. It's taken forever. However, the bill they are now planning to send back to my desk is much different than anticipated. It really is a disgrace. For example, among the more than 5,000 pages in this bill, which nobody in Congress has read because of its length and complexity, it's called the COVID relief bill, but it has almost nothing to do with COVID. This bill contains $85.5 million for assistance to Cambodia, $134 million to Burma, $1.3 one point three billion.
5: I thought isn't Burma, Burma, Myanmar now, or is that not? What's Myanmar?
6: Um, yeah, I thought so. Maybe it switched back. I don't know. I don't keep back. up with that
5: stuff. Dollars for Egypt, fifteen seventy, huh? Egypt
2: and the Egyptian military, which will go out and buy almost exclusively Russian military equipment. Twenty-five million dollars for democracy and gender programs in Pakistan. Five hundred and five million dollars to Belize, Costa Rica, El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, Nicaragua, and Panama.
5: I, one of the things that I'll miss about him: there's not an affectation in his pronunciation of any of those countries. <laughs> there's no Guatemala, Belize, El Salvador. He doesn't. That is so quintessential Trump. He has no time for that horse mm-hmm. bleep. You know, with Obama, man, you would have felt like you were taking Spanish (laughs) lessons by the time he was done talking to you about these.
2: $40 million for the Kennedy Center in Washington, D.C., which is not even open for business. $1 billion for the Smithsonian, and an additional $154 million for the National Gallery of Art. Likewise, these facilities are essentially not open. $7 $7 million for reef fish management, $25 million. <laughs> That
5: part I agree with, actually. I, I do want the reef fish management people to get theirs finally. <laughs> $10
2: million to combat Asian carp, $2.5 million to count the number of amberjack fish in the Gulf of Mexico,
5: a provision to promote- How red meat is this?
6: Oh, yeah. It's this is- so
5: right on. I it's-
6: mean, where was this guy, though, mm-hmm. in October? Right. I mean, it, then he wouldn't have had to waste all this time tweeting about Dominion voting machines because he would have been right. just
5: cruising for another term. Yeah. This is right on. This is so populist. This is anti-swamp. Right. This is uh,
6: going to. So I think that he's right on in tone and message. I think that it's going to undermine the tone and message if he ends up just killing the bill entirely by doing this.
7: Right. Hold hold on, the Liz.
2: breeding of fish in federal hatcheries, $3 million in poultry production technology, $2 million to research the impact of down trees, $566 million for...
5: Anyway, you get it. It goes on and on like that. So a couple of things. One, this is part of an omnibus package that was kind of paired along with right um the covid relief stuff right they stuck, now, t-
6: stuck them together so technically that's not part of the COVID relief. right the COVID, but yeah
5: it's still this is not a clean covid adventure
6: right right
5: and in this period at this time that's what we deserve if democrats and republicans take this seriously at all and have any kind of sympathy for americans who are absolutely hurting then they would have a separate, clean COVID relief bill. Of course, they don't speak that language. They speak D.C., Beltway mm-hmm. language, and it's all horse trading. It's all deals, right. and it's about getting leverage, and and uh, it's all transactional, because they're not hurting from any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. They could give oh, no. a damn. By and large, they could give a damn. And so the tone of this, you're right, is right on. The tone is right on. Um, the placement of this is terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's he going to do now? And also, you've got Purdue and Loeffler running on the bill. Right. And he's now blowing it up in in Georgia. Right. And so now if they lose, then if we think this pork is bad, we are in for a pork tsunami. Uh, Not yeah. just one, many pork tsunamis coming along mm-hmm. from Joe Biden for the next two years. So that's why this is, although it's his finest oratory moment... <laughs> symbolically, it is, in a tangible sense, a big pain in the ass. Well,
6: and it can actually stop the bell. I don't know how much you've um, followed this.
5: But You can pocket veto it mm-hmm. right up until the new Congress, and there's a new Congress and they'd have to restart.
6: Right. So basically, the problem is that normally, like legislation, the president has... They can override a veto. So if he Mm -hmm. vetoed it, they could override it. But the president has 10 days to sign, and then it just passes if he doesn't do anything. 10 days, not including Sundays. So they would have had to get him the bill to his desk today to have it time out like that and become law before the end of the session. So now they have to end their session on January 3, and he's still going to be able to be holding on to the bill. So he can veto it essentially for all intents and purposes, even though you know, Congress could, like, override his veto normally. So, you know, he can actually kill this now. And uh, it's going to be a sad thing if, I mean, I I 100% agree with everything he said. But now you've got Democrats calling to go up to $2,000. Of course, they haven't offered to remove any of the things he mentioned in there that ought to be removed right um they're not they're not putting anything on the chopping block no sir that's not going to happen but um they're saying they want the two thousand dollar checks and um you know if uh if they're not able to reach an agreement now with the Republicans and send something to Trump and Trump doesn't do anything, like if Trump gives this great populist speech about how Americans deserve more money and everybody's going, yay, and then Trump kills the money that is on the table for those people, that's a bad look. And I think that would uh, be a really sour note to go out on. Especially after saying he was calling for more money for people.
5: Right, right. I mean, yeah. I mean, if if he can... At this point, people need money. Mm-hmm. People need money. More people are going to lose their jobs in January. After no, you know, nobody's getting fired right now because it's right before Christmas. But right after that, in January, there will be firings happening. <clears throat> Although I think me and Michael Graham got fired just before Christmas, didn't we?
6: Uh, yeah, I think so.
5: Very, fairly close. Anyway, so that's where we are uh, with with the Trump stuff. A, a once again, a mixed bag. I thought th- I thought it was a uh, great to hear, great populist tone. I wish he had done it more. But I want to switch up here a little bit and talk about um, are you traveling tomorrow? Tomorrow is Christmas Eve, or today for you is Christmas Eve. And, of course, um, a lot of people are going to be issuing the advice of um, of uh, their Democratic or New England governors and will be getting out and um, traveling and flying here and there. And um, even though... You know, de Blasio has made it uh, very clear that there will be uh, penalties if you go a scant of the rules.
0: To everyone, look, if you don't comply with the quarantine, that's a $1,000 fine to begin day one. If you continue not to comply with the quarantine, it is $1,000 for each additional day. I want to really make sure I'm getting this point across. We don't want to penalize people. No. Everyone's been through hell this year. We don't want to.
5: But... This is the guy who celebrated in the streets with these people, with the people of New York, when Joe Biden won the election. He celebrated in the streets. Now, if you break the rules, that was breaking the rules then. Now, if you break the rules, it's a thousand bucks. He celebrated in the streets with the rioters and protesters in the summer as well. Now, if you break the rules, it's a thousand bucks.
0: If you don't follow quarantine, you're endangering everyone else in the city. Mm-hmm. Right as we're fighting the second wave. So let's do it again. If you come in, you, fi- you fill out the form, you follow the quarantine, God bless.
5: God bless. He'll bless you mm-hmm. if you do it right. If you don't do it right, well, then you're you know, condemned by God, I guess. If
0: you violate quarantine, $1,000 for the first day. If you violate any day thereafter, $1,000 for each additional day. And we will collect those penalties we are really serious about the fact that if you violate quarantine, you're creating a danger for everyone else.
5: We will collect those penalties. Mm-hmm. Incredibly. If you get fined by that, I mean, there needs to be such so many class action lawsuits against these municipalities. But, you know, if the, if the Democrats win the Senate, all the crap that he pulled and all the money that he spent and all the money that these states have, um, have all the debt they have, uh, you know, uh, accrued through bad pension deals and, and COVID responses over the decades, the pension deals, that's all going to be paid by your tax dollars because they will be, the government, the federal government will be making these uh, states whole if there's a President, president Biden. Mm-hmm. So um, it, de Blasio, and I don't want to kill you with de Blasio stuff because the guy's a moron and it just <laughs> fe- feeds my, my uh, anger to hear him. But Jesus Christ, the tone with these people.
0: So let's talk about the holidays
5: you didn't used to be involved in my holidays, Mr. <laughs> Mayor. You didn't used to be a part of my Christmas planning
0: and what you have to do.
5: What you have to do. <laughs> Can you imagine that SOB telling you? So, let's talk about the holidays and what you have to do. Wait a second. Did I join the uh, <laughs> Citadel here or VMI as a, you know, first-year rat or whatever it is? Here where you get to tell me what I have to do? It doesn't work like that.
0: Uh, first of all, I'm going to say it again. I know our health commissioner will say it a thousand times as well. If you don't have to travel, do not travel. Just cancel your travel plans. Stay local. Stay safe. If you're doing any kind of gathering, keep it very small. Keep it very safe. Practice.
5: They freaking love to say this stuff. And even Cuomo, I, I, he, the the enjoyment he gets, the satisfaction he gets by hearing his own voice, Cuomo, mm-hmm. and the meter with which he talks and speaks. and it, The way his, it, it, he, it, he gets off on the vibration of his own droning, <laughs> the way his voice works, and it's so condescending. It just drips with this, it, this insulting, God, uh, patronizing tone. The
2: issue of the new strain is very serious. And I don't believe uh, this country is taking it as seriously as it should. And more importantly, I don't think this country is uh, taking the action that it should take. Okay, so let's just talk facts first. Fact, it is in the UK and it is more dangerous. Boris Johnson says it's 70 percent.
5: This professor sucks is what I feel (laughs) when when I hear that. Um, and I'm not ready for the new strain, by the way, (laughs) in the new poster that he's going to sell in his new book tour. I'm not ready for the end of that, but do you know anything about the new strain else?
6: Um, basically, so, and we're hearing that there's yet another new strain too in South Africa too, so this is fine. I mean, it's not great. They could, you know, potentially be more contagious than the existing strain. I mean, we don't really know that much about them yet but um what we do know is that it it probably most likely the the vaccine will still work on this the things we know about um you know the current iteration of covid are probably going to be true of this too the same treatments will work the same vaccine will work it's not um It's not like an outbreak movie kind of deal where it's like, oh, no, the new strain. Now the vaccine isn't going to work or whatever. Like it's most likely everything's going to still apply to this one the same. You know, it's not. And, you you know, if you've had one, then you... Are still just as protected, probably from getting this one as the last one and stuff. Well, you're
5: going to disappoint Cuomo and Blasio. Well, I mean, it
6: could, you know, spread more rapidly, like be more contagious than the existing one because it. it, So it could pose some threat, but it's not. I'm not doing it. I'm
5: not opting into the new strain. I'm not going to panic yet about it. I'm Fauci demand, told
6: me I don't have to panic about it yet, I'm
5: going to so. ma- demand that people wear a different kind of helmet for this new one. <laughs> and I'm going to be counting helmets, and I'll be on Facebook you know, saying it's very disappointing that there are kids playing basketball without their helmets on. Um, so some people will travel anyway, Alice. Mm-hmm. They will eschew the advice of these uh, elected leaders, and they will travel anyway. And so I stumbled onto this week this uh, this thing by the onion. It's a funny it's a it's about it's this video that the onion did the audio works it's about the worst airport in the in the world
7: mm-hmm.
5: and um it's just a little parody piece, but I very much liked it I very much liked it it's, to me it's new it's actually from two thousand nine which unbelievable is somehow eleven years ago now mm-hmm. but um but I wanna play this and um sit back little levity Alice. levity means. Laughy humor. stuff in gravity means heavy stuff. Heavy stuff. Okay. Here we go.
8: <laughs> Business Week magazine released its annual Air Travelers Report this week with Prague's Franz Kafka International Airport, ranking last in customer satisfaction due to long flight delays, poor service, and an overall oppressive impersonal atmosphere. The report found the average delay at Franz Kafka International is 31 hours longer than the next worst airport. We spoke to several American travelers who reported spending weeks, and in some cases months, waiting for flights. I
4: asked the ticket person what gate my flight was at, and they said that the airline I was flying didn't exist, and everyone keeps calling me S. The
8: airport was also cited as difficult to navigate, with a list of complaints including curbside shuttle services, which loop around the airport before depositing passengers back at their starting point, and extremely long corridors leading to dead ends. Gate that
4: airport is next to gate B11, and gate B14 is in the F terminal.
8: Business Week also rated Franz Kafka International among the worst airports in terms of customer service, calling the employees, quote, completely indifferent to travelers' needs.
4: If there is a problem, fill out complaint form and place it in an envelope addressed to the name of the
8: hospital in which you were born. In response to the ranking, the airport added a public address system in an attempt to clear up any confusion.
2: Departures arriving early and arrivals landing late may be cancelled or delayed without a prior notice. The airport also
8: created a toll-free customer service helpline. But when our reporters called the number this week, they found it connected them to a hat store in Stuttgart. Travelers also (laughs) report being frustrated by the airport's unusual security procedure, which includes a time-consuming personal interview.
4: The security guard asked me for like 80 minutes, are you who you say you are? Are you who you say you are? And finally... He writes liar in the back of my hand and lets me pass.
8: Airport officials say the complaints are unfounded.
4: All problems are traveler's zone. If you only made certain to properly follow proper protocols, no such problems would exist. Properly follow proper
8: protocols. The nearby Dostoevsky Hotel also received low marks from the passengers, a large number of whom checked in due to a flight delay and ended up murdering another guest at the hotel. (laughs) Coming up, a new medical report.
5: So there you go, that is from The Onion. Um, a couple of things, little pieces of housekeeping. One, Toast Cat, who is our friend and uh, Twitter uh, friend as well, uh, thank you for your kind uh, holiday care package of uh, the hot chocolate stuff and uh, and candy canes. And we'll betide you for the ribbon candy, obviously, which is uh, a, uh, a scourge of <laughs> uh, the culinary history of the world, obviously. Well, thank you very much. We appreciate that. Good news, I talked to the Jerry Callahan today about Little Jerry, Jerry Callahan, Callahan licensing, mm-hmm. and he said, go ahead, we can use Little Jerry Callahan for our t-shirts, and we need to get, get that t-shirt together. I think we should be selling these, but by- people are going to want them. Want to show that they have them coming for Christmas. We get to get that online for tomorrow, don't you think?
6: We can try. We'll see. We
5: can do it, Alice. We can do it. And when I say we, I mean <laughs> You. Um, and let's see, what else is going on? We will do a show on what I call, uh, Christmas Eve for us tomorrow, mm-hmm. and I think we should do a Christmas show, Christmas Day. Wow, ambitious, no. ambitious. You don't think so?
6: Don't bite off more than you can no, chew. No, we should do a,
5: you know what, there's some people who do, who's, including probably us, who, who, you know... Want stuff to mm-hmm. listen to. For Aunt Jane day? isn't
6: coming until the day no. after Christmas.
5: Oh, she'll be back. Oh, there you go. So,
6: I don't know if you should promise a Christmas show if you're going to want to do a show with one of our most popular guests of all time. On and is she Saturday. bringing her foul-mouthed friend? <laughs> um, I don't think we'll try to get her stunning. to
5: bring her friend.
6: Okay, we'll I'll try.
5: That is that is great. They were really fun. Um, thank you very much, everybody. If you're if you're going to be traveling for Christmas and um, busy and doing stuff and and living your life, etc., have a merry Christmas. Hope it is very fun, and you get to uh, you know relax and uh, rejoice and all that good stuff. And uh, thank you so much for listening. And uh, we'll have the store up very shortly. If you want some uh, uh, merch, and uh, we've had requests to not have stuff made in China, so we'll try to get stuff that's not made in China. We may have a we may have a, uh, a production deal with some folks in. Chelmsford, Massachusetts. We'll see, Alice. Right, right. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. Um, but we'll try to get some stuff from countries that don't oppress us. Yeah, well, as well,
6: I know. So the one that we've done uh, that I've been working on setting up, um, I'm not exactly sure, and I will request information from the company on which countries each item comes from. Really? But um, I'll request. Can we just
5: lie to the listeners? I'll Alice?
6: request it. But what I can tell our listeners is that. All the items, the company that does all the printing and, you know, they buy, I'm not sure where they buy all Mm -hmm. the items from because some of them I know are imported, but um, I'm not exactly sure from where. So, but they um, do all the- At least
5: one party in the transaction will be a non-slaving holding entity.
6: The company that does all the like printing services and sets up the store and all that stuff, they are- They're
5: ostensibly clean.
6: Their, their printing facilities are all in the United States. So they do employ Americans um, in the process of creating these items. God, so
5: shameless, Alice. You do it in a sweet way, though.
6: <laughs> this has been the Burn Barrel Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Burn Barrel Pod, Facebook.com slash Burn Barrel Podcast. You can check us out on the parlor app at Burn Barrel Podcast. Send us an email. Let us know what type of merchandise you'd like us to have on our new web store that we're coming out with. That is gmail.com. You can also check us out on our YouTube channel, Tom Shattuck's Burn, Burn Barrel. That scared, that scared me.
7: <laughs>
5: cool, right?